This is Adventure Seekers Welcome, Jedi, Ninja, and Wizards Tolerated. I'm your host, Ran Law, the author of the Mystic Dreamwalker series, and today we begin with a quote from Marcus Trillius Cicero. The pursuit, even of the best things, ought to be calm and tranquil. Well, I'm wondering if Marcus felt that way when he was ordered to be beheaded by Mark Anthony. That's always the trick. Living up to your ideals when your neck is on the line. And it's funny, having been there myself on both sides of the coin, being completely calm in the face of danger, and then going into a near panic over what my phone number is when I'm asked for it in a government office, or even asking for my address when I'm at the license bureau. I find I often succumb to hysteric amnesia, and this situation seems to intensify when I'm faced with a disgruntled older woman. Perhaps this goes back to my grade school days where my third grade teacher would paddle me for mispronouncing a word. She never seemed to take to the idea of me correcting her when she mispronounced a word, but for such occasions she had a unique way of teaching me a lesson. She would keep me in the classroom until five minutes before lunch period was over and then release me to go get my lunch, which by that point the cafeteria was shut down. Then I would get a candy bar out of the vending machine. Back in those days, they had vending machines in the school. Actually, they even had cigarette machines in the school for a short period of time. And I would run back to the class with my Reese's cup and be eating it on the way. And as I came in the door, just as the late bell would ring, I'd be sent to my seat and was told not to eat my candy bar. I, of course, would sneak a bite here and there when her back was turned as she was writing on the blackboard, never taking into consideration that the odor of a Reese's cup would assail her olfactory glands while her back was turned, and I always considered her to be one of those people that had eyes in the back of her head. And, of course, I would be paddled, not for correcting her on a mispronunciation, but for eating a candy bar in class. I hadn't read Cicero by that point in my life, but even then I tried to keep calm and tranquil when it was time to face the music. And eventually that paid off as well because I had developed a reputation and some of my teachers took to the habit of paddling me at the beginning of class and then I was good for the day. And looking back, I can say that this may have helped me as I stood up to my high school teachers that were abusing other children that were at a disadvantage. So, my advice to everyone is to read a little Cicero now and then. After all, he faced down the Roman Empire. And now it's time for Mind and Body. And today, I thought we would look at hand positioning. And, surprise, our hands normally come up to our face without any conscious thought whenever we're surprised. It's like touching 
a hot burner on the stove. Even before you have a chance to say something inappropriate that's appropriate for the situation, your hand automatically retracts from the heat. And if there's any pain involved, there's a tendency to draw that hand in close to the center, at least to your solar plex or umbilical region, and covering the injured part with the opposite hand, which coincidentally is just like the Kempo salute. This allows us to go into whatever deflection we need, checking hands, utilizing either the circle, the square, or the triangle motions, or we can act preemptively and from that stunned position, launch an attack. And depending upon how fast your reflexes are, you can actually get off a offensive counterattack many times before the initial blow from your antagonist had even reached you. It kind of depends upon how you can read the position and intention of the attacker. As Mayumato Masashi might have said, to perceive what cannot be seen with the eyes. And that was a free quote thrown in for all of you martial artists. And now I see it's time for us to move on to Art Chat. And today in Art Chat, we're going to talk about finding and developing your forte. Everybody needs an artistic form of expression. It doesn't matter if you're interested in woodworking or painting, singing, playing music, writing, doing poetry, or throwing pottery. It might be something like dancing in your living room when you're listening to your favorite music, or playing air guitar, which I guess in a way that is a form of pantomime, or you may have an interest in magic and doing sleight of hand. Almost everybody likes a good magic trick every once in a while, or you could practice telling a joke or stories. Whatever area of interest you have, it's nice to spend some time developing the craft. And if nothing in itself really draws you in, then you might consider learning one magic trick and one joke that you can tell perfectly. I knew a man who was county commissioner who was famous for his ability to tell the story of the three little pigs. Except, to make it interesting, he always pronounced the three little pigs as the three piddleigs. And as he went on with the story, the amount of words that he could transpose in the story was just amazing and flawlessly performed. People would request it time and time again. And you never know what doors may open because of this little thing that you've mastered. My father is a good example of this. He had been practicing doing a sleight of hand trick where he'd pull off his thumb and then reattach it. And while he was in Nairobi, Kenya, he was performing this on the street for some street urchins. And much to their delight, he took them one at a time and showed them how to perform the trick. And he had them perform this in front of their friends until each one eventually knew how to do the trick. Well, unbeknownst to him, he had been spotted by the Minister of Commerce and 
She had been so taken with his interest in the children that she helped him out with a situation he had with trying to buy some lapis lazuli, which he wanted for a ring, but the price that they were charging was the special American price, and she got it for him at a much reduced rate. He also went on to speak in front of the presidential palace in his role as a evangelist. So, being able to tell a good story and doing a magic trick opened some doors for him. And hopefully, whatever things that you choose will open doors for you as well. The thing is, these were not calculated performances. They were just things that bring from the heart. And now it's time for a haiku entitled Truth. Bringing from the heart, art reaches out to others, revealing ourselves. And now it's time for our Did You Know segment. Did you know that in 1939, an Ohio State coach began a single elimination tournament that is now known as March Madness. This tournament began as a event that only involved eight schools, but now 68 colleges participate. And just in case there's people out there that don't know, this is the round ball competition, basketball, in its more common vernacular. Also in March, Benito Juarez, president of Mexico, was born in 1806. If he was alive today, he would be wondering how to get out of that coffin. In 1906, Ohio passes a law making hazing illegal. In 1908, the airline industry is born when a Frenchman ferries a first passenger in a biplane. I understand carry-on luggage was limited. In other aeronautic news, Calvin Coolidge presents Charles Lindbergh, a captain in the U.S. Army Reserve Air Corps, with the Congressional Medal of Honor. He had also been the first recipient of the Distinguished Flying Cross Award, and he received both of these honors for being the first solo flight across the Atlantic. In closing this segment with a bit of nautical news, in 1984, a Soviet submarine crashes into the USS Kitty Hawk off the coast of Japan. I'm speculating that they had to pull over and exchange insurance information. And I'm wondering if anyone lost their license over this. Meanwhile, everything is gearing up for camp and I'm doing my best to hobble along after throwing my back out just for fun. If you'd like to support this podcast, you can do so by joining me on Patreon, www.patreon.com backslash Rand Law, with no space between the Rand and the Law. I have no weapons, but a weapon can be made. Knowledge of her power. Tokushi Kimpo. You have been listening to Adventure Seekers Welcome, Jedi, Ninja, and Wizards Tolerated. Once again, I am Rand Law, reminding you to follow your dreams.